Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. I'm actually, this is in my place. Actually, I've snuck in and I'm stealing the wife. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. It's the interview series presented by WFPK and WFPK.org, Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here for checking out the uh, the episode. Please do hit that subscribe button while you're hanging around. That way you get three new interviews sent to you every single week. A new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to keep you up to date on your favorite artists. And discover those new ones. You can do so any of the usual spots, including Spotify, Apple Podcast, and NPR, WFPK.org, Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. If you're already subscribed or while you're subscribing, don't forget to give the uh, series a rating and a review as well. And uh, just think of some of the guests that you'll be hearing. In fact, uh, lately, let's see here, we've talked with Slowpulp, uh, actor Daryl J. Johnson from uh, Drunk History and Punked. Uh, Aldous Hodge was here to talk about the film Marmalade. Mary Timoney dropped by. Natalie Morales from uh, The Morning Show and Parks and Recreation. Uh, Matthew Vaughn, director of Argyle. Uh, we hung out with Buffalo Tom, actress Mary Holland. Monica Raymond from Hightown on Stars. Neil Halstead from Slow Dive. Emily Hampshire from uh, Schitt's Creek. Neck Deep, Michael Shannon, Slater Kinney, Eduardo Franco, Jack Antonoff of Bleachers, Doctor Who's Peter Capaldi, McKenna Grace. Just an example of what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. And that's me, Kyle Meredith, today hanging out with Coolest Shaker frontman Crispian Mills. We're going to be uh, diving into their seventh album, uh, Natural Magic discussing uh, bringing back the band's original Hammond player who had been playing with Oasis and its offshoots in the years between, uh, the group's hallmark sounds and of, uh, of 60s rock and Indian influences. We'll hear about creating their own updated take on the revolution will not be televised. Uh, Crispin goes on to tell us about his comparison of rock music to the Marx Brothers keeping an ear on their 90s peers like the Stone Roses and Oasis and Blur, not being too crazy about the new Beatles song, and working with Simon Pegg once again on an upcoming series, Technicolor Time Machine. All that and more, let's dig into Natural Magic. It's Kyle Meredith with Crispian Mills of Kula Shaker. Hello there. I forgot, of course, it's, it's, the album's called Natural Magic, and, and, and quite un, involuntarily and subconsciously, I'm wearing a Hogwarts 
scarf and I had these Harry Potter glasses on. So uh, it's obviously in the air. It's, a, it's the, you know, we just need to do what, do a little lightning strike right here on your forehead yeah. and, you know, we can... Yeah. Really, seriously, I I've loved everything that you all have done through the years. I've uh, I've been following since around the beginning, and this, I say this every now and then when you have a band that you appreciate and you love the music, and it's years down the road, and you hear there's going to be a new record. There's no guarantees. There's no guarantees that that magic is going to be there, and somehow you still find ways. And I'm sorry, no pun intended with the uh, the magic. But you still find ways to to kind of to, to have that that it's still there. This this record is fantastic, and I'm sure this is a dumb question to ask. But how how are you still able to capture that? Um, well, you know there are various incentives, and some some are very practical. Like um, oh my god, I've got to pay some bills, and then there's others that are like um, I got to I got to beat what I did before, and I got to keep growing and keep keep evolving and. And then there's luck, you know, we were really lucky because um, we, we, we were going to tour America and our, our, our Hammond player that was, that was kind of filling in, in in this lost weekend of 10, 15 years where Jay, our Hammond player, was, was playing with, uh, with the Gallagher brothers. <laughs> and, you know, we, we, we tried to hook up with him, but he was busy and, and that was we understood it was life had kind of shifted into different um, kind of dimensions. And then when um, this tour came up and, and Harry couldn't do it, we called Jay. He was, he was the only guy. And it was, it was just very, very lucky that he, he was at the right time free to do it and wanted to come back and we all hooked up. And so it's chemistry, you know, there's a chemistry that comes when you, you all, reconnect and uh it has a life of its own it really does and i think uh, like a really good band it is always um bigger than any individual member and and it does have a kind of a life and an identity that that shifts and uh, you want to you want to be in a band like that you know like what is this monster <laughs> is are you able to articulate like you talk about the chemistry and that recipe you know the four of you all what you make like what is it that you that the four of you all make that you don't get when any of those guys are not there you know if i could if i could really boil it down and analyze it uh, then i'd be a rich man because it would be the formula for for success for in any in any endeavor you know it is a, it's a magical thing like love and music you know no one knows what makes a great makes a hit either nobody knows what makes a great film people think there's these formulas and da 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 and there's some some pattern and and design involved and craft obviously but in terms of what it is that is that magical ingredient nobody knows uh, I mean, you know, we did learn to play together as kids, you know, we, from the age of 16, 17, 18, 19, we were all playing together so that you, you, you create those impressions and you all actually, you've designed yourself to fit together. And, you know, I don't know why I did that, but we, you have. And um, so when we, when we, when we plug in and 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 start making music everybody kind of compliments each other naturally it's in our dna when you've also been around for as long as you guys have been around i think for some bands for any band there's you know 
little expectations, I think, for the sounds. And and there are the coolest shaker hallmarks. You know, you get those touches of the 60s. You get the 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 Indian sounds that kind of bring it in. Is it important to keep those as you go forward? Or is that more of what you're saying? Just sort of what happens when you're together? This is what you like. You know, you got to you use the things you like and that, you know, and you understand. And and, you know, I think Tim Burton, the filmmaker said he, he, he you know, he was constantly I'm going to do this now and then I'm going to do this. And then he realized I don't know when. I mean, someone else probably could have told them this before, but he realized he'd just be making the same film over and over again. The story might have been different, but, you know, there was this continuity of what he was trying to get across. And I think you find that you you can't, you got to kind of make peace with the fact that you have one major uh, theme or, or kind of demon that you're wrestling with and you're trying to overcome it and you're trying to, you know, get get through that uh, in, in everything that you do. So, yeah. Um, there is a certain reason to it. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription-strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you to get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Crispin Mills of Kula Shaker. And, and to be fair, like there are many different sounds on this record. We do find those hallmarks within certain songs, but uh, but the variety is still there. I'm looking at the track listing here and gaslighting getting us started which i mean is it fair to say this is sort of your own update on the revolution will not be televised we're taking the piss out of it out of it all yeah i can't we have we do have a problem with taking things seriously and you know um that we you know i mean i can't take death seriously um and that's it doesn't mean that it's not profound and very real <laughs> I guess it's a way of dealing with it. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, you know, the revolution will not be televised. That's still. That's still. Make, that's still relevant today. It still makes a lot of sense. And uh, you know, even even in the age of the internet, you know, the fact that people are trying to communicate and are just constantly up against, you know, gaslighting from from each other, you know, as well as from the man, you know. Um, so you know, how do you deal with it? I mean, there's so much of music and lyric writing is cathartic and you're exercising some stuff oh it's 11 11 look on your clock that's it was 11 11 just as i looked at some <laughs> are you gaslighting me is that what you're doing right now yeah, yeah. it was never 11 11 but uh you know those those words are important and and it you know whether you're taking the piss out of something or not they land and I, you know i i also bring up i don't want to pay my taxes which goes right into f-bombs beautifully by the way uh you know those lines i don't want to start world war three um i think when you announced this you you even shared a, a picture from mash on your on your socials you know i mean this i don't know maybe the easier thing to hear is just you know obviously you're hitting on some obvious stuff here but but what is on your mind why why did you want to tackle it like this I don't want to pay for World War Three. That was the line. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to pay for that. You know, I want to pay maybe to contribute to the community. You know, we have a tradition of, you know, compassionate, um, you know, uh, sharing here. Not, not. I wouldn't say you know, it's a political thing. It's very much a British, a British thing that we kind of all kind of co contribute and want to contribute. But the idea that, you know, that you that you spend your money on the war machine, I mean, that sucks. Nobody wants that. No, nobody in their right mind wants that. And it was my kid. My kid's, you know, like eight years old. And that's his lyric. It's not mine. He picked, if, you know, if anybody wants to knock on the door in the middle of the night and drag me off, it's him. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> he came up with that line. He just picked up a guitar and just, he just threw that line away. And I just thought it was so good. I said, right, I'm having that. And then we had to go to negotiation and when, you know, there was some, there was some legal tubing things, my eight year old. That's, um, 
it's a line that hits me though it really does i mean there are multiple wars always happening and and some of them become in vogue as a hot topic and i don't mean to downplay i don't mean to make light of it but um and i just find myself thinking you're no good taking a side because it's all wrong it's all and, and i'm not projecting to you this is how i hear it as a listener you know, it's like everybody like there are some wars happening out there right now where, where people are getting very angry if you don't take a side. And I thought everybody's wrong and everybody's right. And it's proven itself time and time again. When you wrote this, I don't know if it was out of anger or out of exercising catharsis, whatever it is. But, you know, how, how does this how does this song help you? Yeah, it's catharsis. It's for sure. I mean, you know, when I, I say this a lot and I probably sound like a broken record. You see what I did there? Um, but I mean, when I think of rock and roll, I think of Marx Brothers, for instance. You know, that like that for me epitomizes what it's about. You know, yes, I think of Jerry Lee Lewis and I think of Little Richard and da-da-da-da and, and then on and on, the Velvet Underground or whatever. <laughs> but I think of the Marx Brothers because they just, it's just, you just got to trash it. You got to trash the whole thing and let everybody kind of release this kind of pure human emotion, you know, through laughter or music or whatever it is, you know, and it just gives you a sort of clarity. You can step back from all the rhetoric and all of the gaslighting. And, you know, I mean, I know a, a, a very well-known scriptwriter who was very cynical and said, you know, name me one film that ever changed the world, that it ever made any difference. You know, he was, he was uh, I think he'd given up drinking at the time. He was very, very depressed. And you can say the same thing. You know, Bob Dylan wrote Masters of War, right? You know, what's changed? You know, but it doesn't matter. You've just got to keep being human and sharing that. And the fact is that we all agree on this and this idea that we're some agree and some don't with this and you're on that side of mine. You just it's just humans versus robots. And that's it. So um I just want to stay human and I just want to laugh about it and I want to sing songs and Get on with my life. <laughs> I will say, you know, to your point too, master like Masters of War. Yeah. Like I, I was definitely already open to wanting to hear something like that. And it's it's just like when you need to hear a sad song to feel better. There were certain songs that I needed to hear to justify that I was on the path that I wanted for myself, you know. Yeah. And I got those out of those songs which I do think is important that you keep going, that you write these songs that you're writing. And it also should be said that this is also a fun record. You know, I've highlighted three of the tracks here that are very heavy tracks. Yeah. But, you know, when you've got the title track with Natural Magic and, and Indian Record Player and and the duets too, uh, I should, who am I hearing singing with you? Because I don't have the credits with me. So, um, Lavoni is, uh, is, a, is a local singer from the East End of London and her family are from Bangladesh. And she's... I think she was born in Bangladesh, um, she, but she's got this very strong Bangladesh accent. Um, and uh, we wanted somebody, you know, who who who, under, who really understood um, that this Bollywood style of singing, but they understood the retro, the vintage 60s um, movies that we love. I mean, if you want to get your head around some really psychedelic, uh, very sort of cinematic movie scores, if you check out the scores of R.D. Berman and um, Nusraj 
from the you know the, the 50s and the 60s it, you know it's absolutely mind blowing i mean they're they're off their they're off their heads those guys and I, they really got into Morricone and they were really trading ideas and so um she 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 was a she was hooked up with us by Himanesh Goswami, who plays tabla, and we worked with his father when we were kids. So there's a whole family thing going on there, which is great. And then with uh, Stay With Me Tonight, we were looking for a, a, a kind of country soul voice. And there was a time where there was a discussion going on with Nora Jones's people and, and she, she, was, she was too busy making podcasts or something. It didn't happen. And um, we were looking for the right kind of voice because it's, you know, it's not just, are you a good singer? It's, do you connect? Do you, do you resonate with the other voice? And is there a chemistry that you can hear? So eventually, we, luckily, we found um, Al, who is, uh, was near, near the studio where we were working down in Brighton. And I'd heard her sing in a, like an open mic night, like, 10 years before and just very 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 nice tone and lovely person and it just worked we tested it out and it worked so we're you know we're lucky there it's not easy and i i was writing duet that duet just to see if i could actually it was a challenge that was thrown at me you know and um i think it works you know it's a great part of the album it is yeah, we need to give it to Gwen Stefani and her, and her husband to record. <laughs> Make some real money off of it. Make some serious money, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be right back, right after this. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Crispin Mills of Kula Shaker. The other one you were talking about with uh, You Stole My Heart, the Churalia, uh, I wrote down what a great meeting. It reminded me of, do you know the Mavericks, the uh, sort of Tex-Mex band, the Mavericks? Um, uh-huh. It's musically, it was like great, such a great meeting of of their style and, and Indian Bollywood style. I mean, it's, I don't know any other band that pulls that off like you. I really don't. It's just, it's so done so well. Well, we're kind of straddling the worlds there, um, and 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 because we 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 really we really are one foot in medieval India and sixties Bollywood, and another one here, you know, or somewhere here in time. Um, and uh, I get it. I get both sides. One thing, like I said, about those mid sixties soundtracks, especially, is they were taking a lot from Morricone. They were really influenced and all of the kind of crazy psychedelic detail 
they were going to town on. So you do sometimes hear an overlap in those recordings as well. It's also interesting now that we can look back, especially with your contemporaries, you know, bands that came up in the 80s and 90s, who, by the way, as a fan, what a great time because many of them are making still making music, you know, Blur and Slow Dive and Ride and, and Liam and Noel, you know, etc. And, and then they all sort of, and like each one of you took a little piece of psychedelia and made it your own, went a different way. Do you... Do you keep up with any, do you keep up with it, like your contemporaries' new music? I do. I do. I keep an eye on them, make sure that we'll see what they're up to. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Ian Brown and Liam and, and uh, John Squire, I know they're all still, you know, putting out good stuff. And um, I think, you know, it's like, do you still have something to say? I think that's, I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. It, it, it is energy and it is, it is, but I think it really boils down is if you've got something to say, if you've got something that, you know, is really genuine that you're trying to express, that tends to be the, the, the electricity feed. Similarly, how did you feel about that Beatles track that came out? Well, um, I have, I, I, I wasn't a huge fan myself, uh, only in terms of whether it was, it should have just been left. You know, it was very expertly done. And I, I have worked with Giles Martin in the past and know him. And he's, he's not only is he uh, a, a lovely chap, he's very, very funny. And I did, we did work in the studio with him a couple of times when we were kids. And even then, when he was in his early 20s, he already, he already looked exactly like his dad. So it was strange to sort of look at somebody who sounds and looks exactly like Jules Martin. But um, he's he's done an amazing job at, at creating a very polished and well-produced track. But I just don't know whether the song itself should be the, is it more like an epitaph? <laughs> <You know? laughs> rather than, rather than a, a new track, it, it's, it was rather sad and rather rather down. I don't know whether the Beatles should end like that. I thought Free as a Bird was, was okay as a, you know, as a sort of fluttering off into the sky. Bye, John. Bye, you know, bye, everybody. This one seemed to be rather somber. It is. A, I, I will say for myself, I went from being really unimpressed to, because I work at a radio station who plays it, having heard it a lot, thinking, what a beautiful song. Like, that happens. You hear a song over and over and over and over, and no matter how much you, you felt one way about it, if you hear a song 20 times, you're going to feel different. Um, you, you mentioned uh, a lot of, uh, you've, you've mentioned like scores and movies a lot through here. I know that's another big part of what you've done and, and the movies that you've made. I was looking around, is The Winged Boy still something that is you're working on? Well, The Winged Boy was a short story that my gra grandmother wrote, <clears throat> and it was the first thing that I sort of developed as a, as a film when I was uh, 26, because I left the band and I started working in, in film as a, as, a, as a writer and doing stuff on spec, you know, and, be, and then ending up sort of in development hell. And that, that, that film uh, strangely got sort of like trapped in a cage um in a, in a by a company in hollywood so i i've still got to get it free it's still stuck there and it's been like 18 years it's insane 
and they sort of the, the wing boy is currently sort of being held at gunpoint by some some bunch of lawyers but it'll it'll i'll get it back eventually nuts that that it's nuts that that can still happen why did you ask about that uh you know i i went on the not always trustworthy imdb just to see if anything popped up and that one's one that still said um Right, production yes. or writing or something like that and i thought oh i wonder what's happened with that yeah yeah imdb knows where all the bodies are buried <laughs> is there anything that you're working on on the film side well i i've been working with simon Pegg on and off for years it's so strange we, we, it was it was never sort of um planned or anticipated we just always ended up bumping into each other and talking about something and wanting to work with each other on it and so um yeah i'm working on a a show with Simon called Technicolor Time Machine, which has been going on for years, and um, it's been it's been it's been a, a bit of a saga. But so many of you know, with film, so much of it is the fight to get it made. You know, with, with when you make an album, you you're fighting for that album to be heard. Usually, the making of is is quite um, you know is a is a musical experience. And then the, the business the business fight comes afterwards. But with film, you have to fight and fight and fight and fight just to get it made, you know. And then and then and then there's that fight so that you know it actually resembles what you imagined in the first place. And then there's a third fight, which is to, to get people to 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 see it and hear about it. So it's much more complicated, it's much tougher on the the you know the creatives to 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 protect it but you got to kind of be addicted at, at, you know and in and totally in love with with film and the process of doing it in order to survive that and not go completely batshit my filmmaking friends the line i hear them say most is it's a miracle a movie can be made at all just any movie it's a miracle if it makes it to the finish line you've got to believe in miracles Hallelujah. <laughs> and some natural magic while you're at it. And that's the way I'll wrap this back around. This record is so good. I'm always so happy when you're making new music. Seriously, Crispin, thank you so much for continuing to do what you do, and especially for taking the time to talk about it. I really appreciate this. My pleasure. All right, take care. My thanks to Crispy and the new Coolest Shaker album is called Natural Magic. Thanks to you, of course, for checking out the episode. Again, please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with the entire series. You'll get three new interviews sent to you every single week. New and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at Spotify, Apple Podcast, NPR, WFPK.org, Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or again, anywhere you get your podcast from, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And then after that, head over to WFPK.org. So I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. You get the best of uh, some classics from the 80s and 90s, lots of great new music. There's a bonus interviews, music news. One of my recent shows featured the tunes of uh, Francois Hardy, Judy Collins, Alanis Morissette, the Black Keys, Prince, Happy Mondays, David Bowie, the Head and the Heart, the Linda Lindas, Counting Crows, Nico, Jukebox the Ghost, Band of Heathens, Wilco, Roxy Music, Beastie Boys, English Teacher, David Byrne, Porno for Pyros, Foo Fighters, uh, let's see here, and my interview with Janelle Monet. Again, just an example of what you get every weeknight, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, 
at wfpk.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social media sites. The address is always the same. It's at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. And on a very windy, blustery day, the Wi-Fi is just gets shot. And, uh... It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.